Hey, it's Jake. You're about to hear a free preview of something from Fogelness Plus, the podcast platform and online streaming service run entirely by me, Jake Fogelnest. To get instant access to hundreds of episodes, visit www.jake.army and sign up at the tier of your choice on Patreon. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for tuning in once again. We have so much to talk about this week. I got I got so much that I want to share with you that some of this, I, I was just like, oh, is this, is this, is this of the utmost importance or can this kit kick down the line? Does this go into one of those bonus podcasts that people get if they subscribe to the Patreon at www.jake.army? It was, I, I, I had too much stuff, too much. I took in, I feel good because it means that this week I filled my head with good media. And, you know, I think maybe this was last week, last couple of weeks, we were talking about a friend of mine having a blind spot, just like totally missing the band Roxy Music. Okay, I had a blind spot. There is a, a song that I, for the life of me, had never heard until this week. And I, I find it strange. I was like, how could I have a blind spot, particularly with the type of song that it is, which is... Uh, a teen tragedy song. We'll talk about what a teen tragedy song is in just a little bit. And I am not going to withhold from you. By the end of this episode, you will hear a disco version of the theme song to Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. And some of you might be saying, why do I need to hear that? Why is it important? Well, if it wasn't for this disco theme to Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, there would be no such thing as the 12-inch single. There would be no such thing as hip-hop. It's really important stuff, and we're going to talk about it. This is what, episode 110? Fine. Fine. Who's counting? Not me. Not me. It's September 18th, 2022. My name is Jake Fogelnast. Welcome to the show. Let's start it. Welcome to the show, everybody. We got so much to talk about. I I don't even know where to begin. Uh, did you you guys know I'm a QAnon supporter, right? Like, I'm I'm all in, red pilled. I'm I'm a QAnon guy. You guys know that, right? Just before we keep doing the rest of the show. Yeah, I'm big into. No, I, it's not my thing. It's not my thing. If it's your thing, I'm surprised you got here. Uh, that was apropos of nothing. Huge, huge program. This week, um, I'm, I'm trying to decide right now what order in which to do things. I have information to disseminate that is important, and I have to decide what order I want to br- bring it to you. I, you know, there's a lot of I, I took in a lot of good media this week. It was a good media week. There's some weeks where you take in. Eh, maybe I, I, I try to set a rule for myself. No bad media. If I'm watching a TV show or a movie and it's just, you know, not getting me in the first 10 or 15 minutes. If it's a movie, maybe I'll give it the first act. Maybe I'll give it 30. I, I just do this. Click. I turn it off. I turn it off because you know what? That is time away from good media. And you don't 
don't even come at me with like, no, 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 you need to watch the first, you know, six episodes before it, it really gets in. Before it really gets, you know, going, you got you to gotta watch the first six episodes. And then around episode six, you know, by, by the time you get to episode eight, it all makes it. No, no. So I, I watched a film this week. I'm going to tell you about it. That, that so just knocked it out of the park. It just was like, first of all, the thing's under 90 minutes. It's it's maybe one of the best things I've seen in years. I'm going to tell you about that. But I got to decide what order. Is that the top story of, of, of this week? Is that the top story of, of what I feel you need to know about? Because I think of this as the most relevant news and cultural affairs program out there today. Other stuff is out there, it's covering topical things, and sometimes I'm topical, but oftentimes it's just about what is the good media that I think that the people need to know? What is the good stuff? I, I gotta get the good stuff to the people. I've had this, this need to share the good stuff with the people since I was very, very young. And I guess we, we should start with right here. I mean, people need to know. Lisa Loeb is on TikTok. Hey, I'm Lisa Loeb, and I just joined TikTok. It's corn, a big lump of nuts. It's got the juice. I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. Did I do the TikTok? Now, is that truly the most important thing that I need to disseminate to you this week? No, it's not. But it's funny to say that it is. Not that it's not fun for Lisa Loeb to be on TikTok. I love Lisa Loeb. I'm a huge uh, Lisa Loeb fan. Uh, they released a 12-inch vinyl of her song Stay, uh, which is on the Reality Bite soundtrack. And I think it was like a record store day thing. And I, 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 using my industry connections, not to brag or anything, but I emailed Lisa Loeb's manager and I said, hey, I'd really like one of those. I said, I'll get you one, no problem. I wasn't expecting it to come signed. I got a signed Lisa Loeb 12-inch of Stay. I'm a fan, so I'm not knocking on Lisa Loeb. This is, this is the ways of the world in 2022. If you're a musician, even one with a long career like Lisa Loeb, you got to get on TikTok. That's how people are discovering music these days, TikTok. If, you know, and sometimes you see established artists, they're, they're on the TikTok, they're complaining, oh, my label is making me do these dumb TikToks. And I'm like, I, I get it. I get it. Halsey, just as an example, like, but what's, what was the alternative? Like, what did you do before? Isn't it more fun? to make a thing that's totally yours on your phone than like getting up at like four o'clock in the morning to do some lousy morning radio show. Like, you know, not that you have to think of it as like an art form, but maybe you should like, there's an opportunity to do something with this TikTok thing. Maybe it's going to hit, maybe it's not, but I bet you it beats morning radio. It's just where we're at. I'm not, I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's just, it is what it is. And for me, I, I haven't figured out my, I, please, 
please excuse what I'm about to say and understand that there is total self-awareness when I say this, but I haven't quite figured out my voice on TikTok yet. Does you need to be pushing the stuff out? You need, you need to like think about, oh, this is its own little uh, platform. And you need to be consistent. There's people who are good at it. There's people who are not. I haven't quite figured it out. Am I stressed out about it? Do I feel like I'm missing out? Absolutely not. I'm a 43-year-old grown man with a child on my way. On on my way? That's the... Deb's pregnant as hell. You know what I'm saying. If I was sitting here and I was actually stressing out like, oh, man, I'm worried about my TikTok presence, there'd be something wrong with me. But if you're one of these artists out there, new or old, what you know, it's it's a thing. And you needed to know. I thought it was important for you to know that Lisa Loeb's on TikTok and she's covering the song. Maybe you don't know the song, but there was this little kid. I think you probably know about the corn kid. It's it's one of these things that's gone so internet viral. It it happens so fast. Kid, little kid is cute. He's being interviewed. He's eating corn, and, and he's like, "What?" He loves corn. This kid loves corn. He's the most adorable kid you've ever seen. And then within a week, there's like uh, a, a song, a remix of, of his interview that's a song, and then Lisa Loeb covering this song. The kid's on cameo. He's busting out cameos. This is his moment. He's got to seize it. And and it, and it is a bit like, oh no. Is, I hope the kid's having fun doing this. I don't, I, I, is it, is it exploitive? Is it, you know, I'm sure his parents are, are great. I'm not saying they're, they're bad people, but they're like, oh, we got, we got to seize on this moment. Right now we got the, the famous corn kid. Let's get him on Cameo. And yeah, they, they, they want me on Cameo. Something about me, I just can't do it. I can't pull the trigger. I feel like if you want to support me here, you could do it right here www.jake.army sign up for the Patreon that I feel like I'm giving you something you know and it's like fair but if you want me to say happy birthday to you I'm like I'm and I'm not saying anybody on camera because I have friends that are on cameo and they have a blast with it if you have a chance and we don't have time to, to look at it on, on the program today maybe we'll do it in a bonus podcast Go to Andrew Dice Clay's cameo page. Now, this guy is really for, you know, he charges a couple hundred bucks, but he will give you a hell of a cameo. If you want to say happy birthday to somebody, Dice is not just picking up the phone and being like, hey, happy birthday from the Dice Man. He is, he's doing little monologues. He's, it's, he's almost using cameo as an art form. Check it out. You can do that on on your own time anyway so much to talk about and you know it was blind spots I, I I I'm a huge fan of the the genre of music that what you, you could you could look it up I'm sure there's a Wikipedia entry devoted to it but we'll call them teen tragedy songs leader of the pack by the Shangri-Las is probably the most popular teen tragedy song, uh, Dead Man's Curve by Jan and Dean. Just these, these songs where 
teenage heartbreak. Sometimes there's a death involved or a, a love affair. Teen tragedy songs. Now, until yesterday, and there's going to be some people who are going to be shocked, I'm sure. I had never heard the song Run, Joey, Run by David Geddes until yesterday. I, I think I'm pronouncing his name right. I, I was unfamiliar with this, nor, I mean, maybe I'd heard the song in passing because this was not an obscure song. This was a big charting hit in the U.S. and the U.K., but I, I never heard it. I was just like, holy moly. Not to mention the music video for it, which, boy, if you get this as a TV show, the visuals you're going to see. I'm going to share it with you now. It was a blind spot for me. I'm not going to come on here and pretend you uh, pretend to you that I uh, have always been a fan of the No, I, I'm 43 years old, and it was up until just a couple of days ago, I think, that I first discovered the song and if it and if you've you're if you want to shame me for that you go right ahead you go right ahead but maybe maybe you don't know this but it's definitely a teen tragedy song please let's enjoy run joey run by david Geddes. Same old dream, I hate to close my eyes I can't erase the memory, the sound of Julie's cries She called me up late that night, she said, Joe, don't come over My dad and I just had a fight, and he stormed out the door I've never seen him act this way, my God, he's going crazy he says he's gonna make you pay for what we've done. He's got a gun, so run, Joey, run, Joey, run. Daddy, please don't. It wasn't his fault. He means so much to me. Daddy, please don't. We're gonna get married. Just you wait and see. Got in my car and I drove like With tear-filled eyes and bruises on her face All at once I saw him there Sneaking up behind me Watch out! Then Julie yelled, he's got a gun And she stepped in front of me Suddenly a shot rang out And I saw Julie falling When I looked down, my hands were red And here's the last words Julie said Daddy, please don't, it wasn't his fault He means so much to me 
Daddy, please don't. We're gonna get married. Run, Joey, run. Let that one sink in. David Gaddis, Run, Joey, Run, 1975. Okay, so you guys know, if you're a longtime listener or viewer of the program, Tuesday night, we do PMT, Pretentious Movie Tuesday. This is a film that I have not seen, that Deb has not seen, that perhaps could be considered pretentious. And we lucked out this week because... Jeff Fierzig, who I, I think I'm going to see tomorrow. Jeff Fierzig, brilliant, uh, brilliant guy, director of Devil and Daniel Johnston and the author of the J.T. LaRoy story. We were texting and he said to me, you got to see this movie, Funny Pages. I, 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 he, he was emphatic, like, see this, this is the best movie I've, I've seen in quite some time. So... I, I call up Deb, I look up the movie, and I go, oh, wow, yeah. I just see a poster. He says, go in blind. So I'm going to tell you right now, if you, I recommend that you go into this movie blind. I'm going to show you the trailer. So if you want to fast forward past the trailer part, do that after I'm done my little spiel here. But I, I text Deb, I say, hey, Jeff is saying we should watch this movie, Funny Pages. I think it falls under the classification of PMT only because it is distributed by A2, A24. So she goes, great, sounds great. So we watch this movie, and I'm, I'm blown away. I'm, I'm totally blown away. Um, I, 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 I'd met the director like a decade ago, when he was a, a student at Pratt, Owen Klein. And and here, fast forward, if you want to, I'm just going to tell you, Funny Pages is like maybe the best movie I've seen in years, okay? if So just fast forward and if you want to go on blind, okay? If you don't want to go on blind, hi, thank you for staying with me. So this movie... I see that it's uh, written and directed by Owen Klein, and it's produced by Ronnie Bronstein and the Safdie brothers. Um, and I know Owen. I met him like one or two times when he was uh, he was like 18. And I sent him a message on Instagram, and I said, Owen, we're going to watch your movie tonight. Um, I'm excited for you. And, and also, it, it's produced by the Safdie brothers and Ronnie Bronstein, and Ronnie and I have a email relationship, and 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 I and we're gonna we're gonna watch the movie, and I'll, I'll let you know. I'm gonna email Ronnie, and then I watch the movie, and it's it's this is the best movie I've seen, probably since Uncut Gems. It really I've been telling everybody. Jeff was right. I called Jeff the next day. I'm like Jeff, 
you know, there's movie recommendations and then there's movie recommendations. Thank you so much. This is, I, I, and I don't, I don't know if like people know how great this movie is, but I'm, I'm telling you, this is, this is the flick, man. This is the flick. It does. Here's a trailer because you are opting to not go in blind, which is totally okay. Maybe you need to be sold on it, but let me show you the trailer for Funny Pages, which truly I cannot recommend enough. We'll talk about it a little bit after you watch the promotional trailer. I've had a lot of time to think, and I made the decision I'm not going to go back to school after winter break. What? Ooh, ain't got no home. Obviously, you need to hear this. You're already at a professional level of drawing for what you want to do. Everything in your portfolio needs to be very clearly coming from who you are. I ain't got a home. All my heroes didn't go to college. Do you know what you get with the GED? You know what kind of job you would get? What? Gas station. I'd love to work in a gas station. You know, I'm looking at a place in Trenton later. Whoa. Trenton? Um, where would I be staying? In a Stevens room. Hi there. Hey. Robert, meet our friend Wallace. So, it says here you work for a company called Image. Year for Wait, now. Image Comics? I wasn't an artist. Nobody get all excited. What would it take for a drawing lesson, honestly? You consider yourself a cartoonist, right? I pay you. How much? This is really crazy for me. I've just never met a professional cartoonist before. That's a big deal. I know. You need to be harder on yourself, Miles. If you want to get someplace, you gotta you gotta be harder on yourself. Ring a bell? Oh, you're working for Cheryl, right? Yeah, sometimes. You think she's good looking? Um, I'm just gonna be a minute. Oh! Oh my god! <laughs> okay, you are truly delicious. That's my friend Wallace. I forgot to tell you I invited him. Damn it. Look, I don't know you or what you're capable of. What's going on in there? Robert, open the door! He's a horrible man. What happens if you come out ruined? Which is what's gonna happen. Oh my god! It's meant to be fun. That's why they call him the funnies. They don't call him the funnies for no reason. Just face up to the fact that you failed. Yeah, but he failed with soul. Okay. <laughs> so I, I watched this movie with Deb and I, I say to Deb, all right, obviously this is about, uh, you know, a 17 year old who's precocious, who hangs out with weird, like, it's not just me, right? This is, this is truly that great. And she goes, yeah, it's truly that great. So I please go to the theater. You can also get it on demand. Uh, right now, funny pages. I can't wait for this Blu-ray. I am sitting here. Um, I, I, I Owen was like, "Yeah, here's here's my email number." I'm like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna write you an email." Uh, and Ronnie, I owe him an email. I am sitting here right now. I've enjoyed this movie so much. I I saw it on Tuesday. It is now Sunday, and I, I'm I'm trying to figure out how to compose the right words to convey how much I loved this movie. 
um, and just all the little details to the writer and director. And by the way, first feature, first feature from Owen Klein, knocked it out of the park. And before any abuse, saying, oh, his parents are Kevin Klein and Phoebe Cates. Yeah, if you watch this movie, you'll see how that is. You, you, you just shut up. Just shut up is what I'll say to that. This kid, I, I call him a kid. He's a grown man. He's like 10 years younger than me. But this guy, just out the gate, and, you know, he's been working with the Safdie brothers and, and, and Ronnie, these editing, these bitch in their sort of universe for a while. There's just movies where you forget the math, right? You forget the math because you're just like, oh, man, this is, first of all, it's funny as hell, but I don't know where this is going to go next. I'm nervous. Oh, man, unrelenting. Will you please, like, you, we're, we're in a close-up for a really long time. I'll, I'll, I'll pay you $10 if you just break the tension of this close-up and give me a mid-shot. Just please cut to anything but this close-up. It, it, it was so great. Just a film that comes along every once in a while. I think, on Chuck Kung, I think it's really the Safties. It, 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 it's, it's up there with sort of like the, the modern classics to me, which just off the top of my head, I'm, I'm throwing out like Climax and Vox Lux. <laughs> like, but funny. And Uncut Gems. It, it has the Safties touch, but it's also completely Owen Klein. I cannot tell you this film. And by the way, if you're listening to this later down the line, because I'm, you know, recording, releasing September 18th, 2022, Maybe the word is out already on uh, funny pages. Maybe this is like, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, Jake, I have that in the Criterion Collection. Well, this is my reaction after seeing this film Tuesday night. It's now Sunday, and I'm just still like, how do I even begin to talk about all the things I loved in this movie? I found it in, inspiring and, you know, at the same time, we watched the new Fletch. Yesterday we watched the new Fletch movie. My friend Greg Matola uh, directed, you know Greg, he did Adventureland, and he's, he's just a, uh, the day trippers. Greg Matola, perfect person to direct the new Fletch with John Hamm. The new Fletch was great. I knew it was going to be great. It was Greg, Greg Matola, John Hamm, understated. I knew they were going to kind of be more like the books, less sort of you know, broad strokes comedy, not the Chevy Chase Fletch. This is the John Hamm Fletch, Greg Matola Fletch. That email was real easy to write. That was just like, hey, Greg, you knocked it out of the John. Great. You, 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 I hope I get to see more Fletch movies. And I, and it's getting good reviews. And I, I think people are liking it. I recommend it because what do we not want to see John Hamm as Fletch? There's all those Fletch books. The source material is great. Like, it's fucking fun. It's fun, you know, but Fletch is, you know, it's IP. That's IP. They did, they did great with the IP. Funny Pages is like, it's another level. It's just sort of like, it, it, it makes, it makes I, someone like me want to keep going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does that make sense? It's, a, it's the kind of thing you see every once in a while. You go like, oh, yeah, all right. Somebody else out there gets it. And they've done such a great job with this movie that I've, I, 
Um, I didn't turn it off 15 minutes in. 15 minutes in, I was, I was like, oh, thank God. Someone else gets it. They get it like I get it. It's the real deal. When you stumble across something, that is the real deal. That's how I felt about Funny Pages. I think you should see it. So if you chose to go in blind, well, you can't. You can't have gone in blind if you've listened to this because I've talked about it now. But I've just said good things. I didn't say anything about what the movie is about. What did I do? I talked about how much I liked it and how I'm having trouble articulating how much I liked it to the filmmakers who, by just a stroke of luck, I happen to know a little bit and be in the same universe as, and that's just sort of the the gift of 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 being a, a Fogelnest, Jake Fogelnest. And I'm, I'm not going to apologize for that at this point in my career it's like i've been doing this forever long enough that it's like yeah it's it's like i i said to when i hired new agents after the whole thing with the wj little inside baseball but i was just like i don't need you to introduce me to anybody like you know you can introduce me i'd love to meet other writers that you feel are on the same level and they've done that but you you, what are you gonna you gonna introduce me to seth rogan okay so what? I don't need that. Keep me current with like the senior vice president of television at uh, ABC Studios because that person is always changing. I don't know who that person is. And they've been good with that. And that's just the hell, you the swamp you got to fucking swim through if you, if you want to make stuff is you got to be current on that. And I'm in this great place right now in life. And, you know, maybe you don't give a shit, but it's my show and, and, and I got a microphone, I'm going to use it. But I'm in this place right now where I'm like, yeah, I don't know what I want to write next. I don't want to, like... Like, oh, we're doing, uh, we want to do the Care Bears, right? The Care Bears? But we want a gritty take on the Care Bears. Jake, you want to do that? Not really. No, I don't. I don't want to do the gritty Care Bears movie. I'd like to, you know, come up with an idea, write it, maybe make it, low-budge situation, and I hope it's good. That's where I'm at. Watch, I get a phone call tomorrow, and I'll be like, I'm, I'm turning the Care Bears... It's 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 gonna be the Care Bears, except they're they they have a fentanyl problem. The Care Bears on fentanyl. That's what I'm working. Nobody needs that, or maybe we do. Maybe we do. Anyway, there's good stuff out there, and like I consider this week a successful media intake week, in no small part. Thanks. Two funny pages. And thanks to Jeff. Jeff Fierzik for saying, Jake, you're going to love this movie. Go in blind. And then maybe I'm an idiot who can't keep his mouth shut. Maybe I should have told you to go in blind. But it's sort of my job to kind of guide you to the good stuff. 
guide you to the good stuff. And that's why we're just going to take two minutes right now and listen and watch The Catholic Girls. Ladies and gentlemen, without dispensation, The Catholic Girls! don't know where that is from. That's uh, the Catholic Girls band from 1983 with a song called Um Got a copy on the way from Discogs. Came across it in the YouTube algorithm. Everything is algorithmically based, but the algorithm said, Jake, we think you might like this. And I did. And I passed the savings along to you. All right, so one other thing. Totally forgot about this. Um, and yeah, I mentioned at the top of the show, and I'm going to make good on the promise. I told you there's too much stuff in this week's show. We are going to hear a disco version of the theme song to Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. But last week on the show, I was talking about how the queen had passed away and how it was going to be just days and days of coverage on the BBC and just basically in the UK, just, it was just going to be nonstop about the queen. And I'm so glad I found this. I'm so glad I caught this because in the news patter that the, the news folks at the BBC, they have a lot of time to fill kind of talking about sort of the same thing over and over again. This is not fake. What I am about to show you was said by a real BBC news anchor. And I, I just, I'm so glad I caught it. It is the funniest thing that I've, I've heard this week come out of a news anchor's mouth. 
and here, th- just here's the setup. The Queen has passed away. The BBC has been broadcasting for days now about how the Queen has died. And are they running out of stuff to say? You tell me. Can I just add something about the Paddington Bear sketch that we've all seen? We should remember that she acted that in empty space. Yes. There wasn't mm. a real Paddington there, oh, although yes. it looked like it. She acted out um, what she would say to Paddington, and then the CGI experts went in and uh, animated a, a Paddington image for her. Um, there wasn't a real Paddington there. Though it looked like it, there wasn't a real Paddington there. Whoever that BBC anchor is, sir, I'm sure you're very tired. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of broadcasting to do. But that is the dumbest thing that I think anybody could ever say. In in, in this very sad time that everybody's going through in, in, in the Commonwealth. It, it's so, so dumb, sir. I get the point that you were trying to make. Like, oh, the Queen, was a, it was a good performance, but there wasn't a real Paddington there? Sir, please. Okay. So, let me just set this up for you right. I didn't know there was a disco remix of the theme song to Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. If I have to explain what Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman is to you, um, we can do that another time. That's a whole other thing. I'm just going to assume you know there was a television show called Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, and then out of it was born Fernwood Tonight, and then America Tonight. And But there was a show called Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, and it had a, a theme song. Now, it's, I believe, 1976. They take the Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman theme song and they make a disco version of it. What I'm going to play for you is the vocal version. There's an instrumental version, which is the disco remix, and it's kind of one of the first disco songs, and I learned that this is a Tom Moulton mix. Tom Moulton was the guy, this is the guy who invented, essentially, the 12-inch record. He was out on Fire Island, and he noticed people were dancing, and then it'd be three minutes, and a song would end, and people sort of didn't know what to do with themselves. And he, and he this guy, Tom Moulton, he said, It'd be great if the song could keep going. What if the song was longer? So he made some tapes and then and then it turned into him creating the extended disco mix, creating the 12-inch record, and the 12-inch record then gave us hip-hop. I mean, this guy, it's important. It's, it's really important stuff. If you, if you trace it back to, like, this guy did... Andrew, True Connections, more, more, more. Look up a Tom Moulton mix and you will know. In addition to a 12-inch record being great for DJs because there's sort of louder bass and, and you you know, it's just, it, for the technical reasons, he's the guy who invented a song being longer. Now, what I'm going to do 
on this show is play you the vocal version because it's shorter. It's only about three minutes and 30 seconds. But there is a six minute and 30 second uh, thing that is one of the first disco 12 inches. It's just like, it's, it's just like, oh, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. That's a fun theme song. It'd be fun for people to dance to this in nightclubs. And this exists, and I wanted you to know about it. I didn't know that it existed. Um, it, and again, passing it along to you. This is Sounds of Inner City. That's who the, the song is credited to. But it's really the the Sal Soul Orchestra, like the same people that played on like uh, the Sound of Philadelphia, like the same same crew of musicians, just basically disco session musicians calling themselves Sounds of Inner City doing Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman.
of Inner City featuring Dick Lee with the disco version of Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. And that is going to conclude our program for the week. Um, I hope I've given you some good stuff. I feel like I got some good stuff this week. Got some good stuff this week. Can't keep it to myself. Got to share it. And if you want to hear the Tom Moulton mix, the instrumental version. I'm going to share that on a bonus podcast this week. You got to sign up, become a bonus or VIP subscriber at www.jake.army. You get all the bonus podcasts. You get this show as a TV show. Uh, There's different tiers and stuff. You pay what feels good to you, but you know, we're 110 episodes. There's hundreds of bonus podcasts. I got to do an audio commentary. I got a couple audio commentaries to do. Tell me what to do next. But I feel like this week I have, I've, I've, I took in some good stuff and I, I shared it with you. Sometimes, you know, on the program, it's more about me, me just saying, I got, I got this stuff to tell you. I got this stuff to talk about. And it's a little bit more talky. This week, I felt like, nah, I got, I got, I got to share the good media. You, you learned, like, what did you learn? You learned a lot. First of all, you learned that Lisa Loeb is on TikTok. Okay, you learned. I didn't know David Geddes's Run Joey Run. Okay. You certainly learned that I think Funny Page is one of the best films I've seen in years, and. Boy, Owen Klein knocked it out of the park, and those Safdie brothers and Ronnie Bronstein, they're the real deal, okay? You learned about the history of uh, the 12-inch single, the guy who invented the disco break and how important that is. And you also heard an idiot filling time on the BBC saying, there's no Paddington there. There wasn't a Paddington there with the Queen when she made that little sketch with Paddington. So I, I think that I call this another successful broadcast and I hope you have a great week. And if you are a bonus of VIP subscriber, I'll see you later this week with more fun stuff. You know why? Because I got the technology. I got a microphone. I should get on Twitch. I should. I should get on Twitch and do this live. I could. I just need a better Ethernet cable. That's it. That's the only thing standing in the way. It's just learning the Streamlabs OBS software a little bit and a better Ethernet cable. I also kind of like, um, I just kind of like the the way I do it. No problem doing it live. This is done live to tape, I assure you. I don't, I don't often go, oh, I messed it up. Let's start over. No. Live to tape. Throw it in. The software spit it out to you as soon as I'm done, which is what I'm going to do right now. And thank you so much. And I'll see you next week, everybody. It's corn, a big lump of nuts. It's got the juice. 
Hey, thanks for listening. Fogelnest Plus is my podcast platform and streaming video on demand service. Totally listener supported and ad free. You can get my weekly podcast. I did this first with Jake Fogelnest starting at just $5 a month. There's been a new episode every week since August of 2020 and the show keeps going. After signing up at www.jake.army, you can watch it as a TV show or listen wherever you listen to podcasts. There's also bonus and VIP tiers, which offer even more episodes. For all the info you need, go to www.jake.army and find out how you can support Fogelness Plus on Patreon. Episodes on this feed will come and go, so you don't want to miss anything. Sign up today, www.jake.army.